Welcome to Classic Reviews, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for reviewing classic television shows, video games and films. I'm your host Matthew and this is for Season 4, Episode 7 for the Jim Carrey Season 4 for Classic Reviews. For The Cable Guy, let's read a little bit about the film and then I'll give some of my thoughts, opinions and we'll go from there. The Cable Guy is a 1996 American black comedy film directed by Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller, sorry, uh, starring Jim Carrey and Matthew Broderick. Uh, it was released in the United States on June 14th, 1996. Uh, the film co-stars Leslie Mann, Jack Black, uh, George Siegel, uh, Diane Baker, or Baker, Baker, uh, Eric Roberts, Owen Wilson, Gian Graffalo, David Cross, Andy uh, Dick, Amy Stiller and Bob Odenkirk as well. Uh, the film was a box office box office success, but received mixed reception from the good old critics. Uh, let's just look at that particularly. Um, yeah, June fourteenth, nineteen ninety six. Sony Pictures released um, box office of forty seven million and a uh, sorry, a budget of forty seven million and a box office of one hundred two point eight million. So it made its money back. Made just over double of uh, what it's uh, cost to make, which is good. Yeah, I was um, not having very high expectations going into this. I've been told over various different points of my life that uh, you know the cable guy is a bit of a um, bit of an underdog, but not underdog, sorry, bit of an underappreciated film. It's not one that's really liked very much. Uh, it's a bit of the sort of um, one that, yeah, one that people didn't really like uh, for the for the Cable Guy, and as I was looking through, of course, the Jim Carrey films, um, which have mostly been from the nineties, uh, and will mostly continue to be so, to be from that era, um, I kind of went in with fairly low expectations, and uh, I actually quite like this film. I think it's fairly good. Is it the best film I've seen? No. Is it my favourite film? No. Uh, is it Jim Carrey's best film? No. Uh, is it Jim Carrey's worst film? No as well to that. So, um, yeah, I think this is the chance for Jim Carrey to, or was the chance rather, for Jim Carrey to do something a little bit different while still maintaining that sort of, you know, the wacky comedy that he tends to do. Um, yeah, directed by Ben Stiller. I didn't know that Ben Stiller had actually... Yep, it is that Ben Stiller, the one from... Um, Night at the Museum and all those sorts of things that you know him from. It is that that Ben Stiller. Uh, I was a bit surprised when the uh, the intro sort of came up and uh, it was it, you know said directed by Ben Stiller. I was a bit surprised by that. One thing I'm really really surprised by is it says um, the film co-stars name after name after name and then it says Bob Odenkirk. I didn't notice Bob Odenkirk in this film. Got to be honest. Um, I, you know, went and looked up the Cable Guy, and then I started recording, and now I'm reading some stuff about it, as you've just listened to. Um, I can't call, recall noticing him in this film. I don't know why that is. I would usually recognise Bob Odenkirk. I mean, we just finished covering uh, season five of uh, Better Call Saul, where he's, of course, the main star, Saul Goodman, uh, Breaking Bad prequel. Can't say I noticed him or remembered what scene he was in, so that's a bit of a bit of a surprise to me. Uh, I don't know if I, I I don't know how I necessarily missed him, but uh, apparently I did. Um, yeah, I definitely don't think this is Jim Carrey's worst film, and I've just been told, like I said, at various different points in my life, like you know, when you look at Jim Carrey's catalogue of films, this is one that's um, 
not really appreciated so much. But uh, who knows, maybe it was because, you know, I went in with lower expectations. Sometimes that's the thing that helps. I quite like this film. Um, I don't love it, necessarily. I don't think it's, like, one of my favourite films. I don't think it's one of my favourite Jim Carrey films, necessarily. It's sort of... If I were to point out my favourite Jim Carrey films, this would be near the bottom of that list. So it's not one of my least favourite. Obviously, like I said, I like the film and that. But uh, it's not up there with, like, you know, Liar Liar and Batman Forever and, and some of the others that I've already covered here on uh, this season of Classic Reviews. But um, it's one that I definitely like. And, like I said, sometimes that's just the thing that happens. You go in with low expectations. You hear bad things. I, I hadn't even heard average things about this film. I sort of heard, like, oh, yeah, that's not that's just, like, really not a great one. Um, so who knows, maybe, I mean, sometimes, you know, you go in something and you set your expectations low, you prepare to, I was, I wasn't even prepared to not be, um, happy with this film, I was prepared to just completely, like, not like it very much, I wasn't prepared to necessarily hate it or whatever, or just, like, completely dislike it, but I was just sort of going in with expectations of, like, okay, this just might not be very good, I wasn't expecting to hate it or whether, whatever, but, uh, I've definitely come out on the positive side of it, um, yeah, so let's look at the uh, cast list so we can break things down a little bit. Um, where have we got Jim Carrey as a cable guy, uh, a.k.a. Ernie Chip Douglas. He does say his name's like Rodriguez or Rick at the end of this film or something, and he gives like three different names, so uh, I guess that's a thing as well. Uh, Matthew Broderick as uh, Stephen in this film. I thought he was a good co-star for... Um, Jim Carrey to jump uh, to to about uh, to jump off of to to bounce off of rather sorry, um I thought that worked out really really well. I haven't seen was it say Matthew's done here Matthew Broderick, uh Ferris Bueller's Day Off can't say I've seen that voice of adult Simba, in the 1994 animated Lion King film I'm assuming that's the first one and Leo Bloom in a Broadway musical of something as well, um. Yeah, can't say he's one that... He, he's a face I kind of have probably seen before, but not one that I directly sort of recognise. Um, but he was he was a good co-star for uh, Jim Carrey to bounce off of. Um, Jim Carrey's performance as the cable guy I thought was really, really good. I thought that... Um, I really thought they did a good level. There wasn't really any comedy in this in this film where I thought, okay, that's slapstick or sort of stupid. There was some... This this leaned a lot more on the sillier side of Jim Carrey's comedy, which I think is his best comedy. Because um, like, like I've kind of explained already, you've got the sillier comedy stuff, which is most of all he does. You've got the slapstick, which is a bit more of the... A bit more leaning towards stupid, but still just in the category of slapstick. And then the stupid comedy, so some of the other stuff that he does in, like, I don't know, Ace Ventura, or some of the stuff in The Mask, and that sort of thing. Um... But, no, I can't recall too many scenes where I was like, okay, this is a bit slapstick or sort of stupid. This is more, much more the silly comedy uh, side of things for Jim. And uh, I really, really liked it. I tell you, I'll tell you my favourite scene in this film. I, I couldn't stop laughing. And I was surprised at how funny I found it. It's when they're doing the um, family game thing at the end. And uh, Stephen's there with pretty much everybody. And uh, he says about the password is 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 nipple, and then he says uh, the password is, and then he says some little thing, and then um, Stephen reacts of like, oh, I can't get, I can't say that to my mother, or I can't get my mother to say that, or whatever. Just just the way that Jim acted those scenes, I thought was just so funny, and that's not usually something I find necessarily funny, and. Uh, 
I mean, he's, he's it's it's about a nipple. It shouldn't be really very funny, but just just Jim's delivery as I guess Ernie, as his name is listed here, I just thought was brilliant. And it's such a simple thing for him to deliver comedy-wise, but it's it's even the way like the the way he moves his mouth when he says those two lines, both both of those lines. It's the way he moves his mouth, the way he kind of delays what he's trying to say, the way he ties that in with the sort of sillier comedy kind of stuff and uh yeah i just when when jim gets into those sort of scenes in some of these films the comedy is just so good and i just i just love it it's it's really really great to uh to, to witness that um one other scene i really liked was at the start of the film um where uh he's sort of putting his hand on the wall and he's like yeah that, that that's the spot kind of thing again that's something that's a little bit silly maybe a little bit stupid but just it's not it's not even the the line or the scene itself it's jim's delivery that i thought was just so good with those two things and i, I couldn't stop laughing i thought it was brilliant and uh yeah as as i kind of said as i said in the preview sort of podcast for this season that's the comedy era of jim carrey that you know, you know i sort of missed or didn't quite catch or whatever because it was obviously 90s and i was either just about born or a couple of years old or whatever because i was born in 94 for those of you that don't know whatever um but yeah, it just sort of, that that era of the comedy passed me by, and I just didn't get a chance to catch it. So it's it's really been a delight to. Uh, I mean, I'm saying it like it's the last episode. It's really been a delight so far, I suppose, to to just go back and witness that part of Jim's Jim's comedy. Um, I kind of wish that some of these films that I had already covered, and specifically this film as well, had done a little bit more of that. I'm expecting maybe a little bit more of that in the next um, Ace Ventura film. I've forgotten the name of it, but uh, I'll I'll say what it is on the podcast, obviously, uh, for one that I'm going to do coming up for the season. Um, but it's it's just so good. I, it just it it almost shouldn't be funny, but it's just the way that Jim performs it is so so good. And uh, yeah, I just love it. Hey guys, what's up? This is Donnie, and I host the Adulting with Donnie podcast. And this is not the show to listen to if you're trying to be a better adult. I started this podcast as a way to offload some thoughts uh, that I have throughout the week. My topics vary widely every week. Movies I've seen, guns and gun control, sex, people that are stupid, why I don't care about celebrity opinions, TV shows, snowmobiling. The list goes on and on. I'm always taking topic suggestions from fans of the show too. So join me each week on Adulting with Donnie as I pour some bourbon and allow you to see the inner workings of the mind of a madman. Live free and rant hard. I'm Chrissy. And I'm Jackie. And we are Killer Fun. We explore the intersection of crime and entertainment every other week. For as long as people have been communicating, they have been talking about who did what to whom, and is that socially acceptable? Because the boundaries of society, crime, and entertainment have always gone hand in hand. The more salacious, the weird, the better. From books and movies, to television shows and games, we look at how life and art imitate and inform one another. And we can't get together and not laugh. So let's face it, there's going to be laughing. <laughs> Killer fun is available anywhere you listen to podcasts. So join us. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to 
patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk sign up either as a creator or as a patreon there's no difference there that's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment and then all you need to do is support us at the one dollar level tier that will get you access to all of the ad free podcasts that we've done in in the past and get you access to all the ad free podcasts in that month as well so it's a great way to support us on entertainment talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad free podcasts you can also become a patron at the three dollar level tier that gets you access to ad free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review, which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Uh, so some other stuff for this film. Um, I want to talk about themes for a little bit. Um, you've got themes of loneliness, uh, I think mental health in here as well. Um, things like... Um, you know, betrayal and maybe a little bit of greed in there as well. Uh, loneliness, like I said. Um, although, you know, friendship, family, ego a little bit as well. Um, and I thought those were um, portrayed really well in this film. I will say as well, tying that into... Because it really kind of comes out in the ending when they're... Um, I think it's, yeah, Robin played by uh, Leslie Mann. Main Leslie Mann. Um... Yeah, when when Robin, Ernie, and uh, Stephen are all on top of the uh, the tower thing at the end, and uh, you know he's like, "Oh, I'm I'm pretty much done," or whatever, and um, he kind of jump. He he goes to ba- he, he's like, "Oh, I'm done. I'm just gonna like flop over the side of this thing, or sort of lean over the side of this thing, and goes to you know kill himself basically." I I think I would have come away from this film a little bit disappointed if he had have died. Now, granted, they somehow added. I don't know if it's comedy, you could say, but this sort of like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? This sort of like, clump, more, more, more kind of maybe clumsy comedy. And there's a really, really, really fine line when you do something like that. But I feel like the way that Jim portrayed Ernie throughout the film, the way they were going with what ended up happening, which is him landing right next to this little pointy part of the the dish i don't know exactly what that's called when he lands on it because as he's falling and as they're coming out with the verdict on that um new show or whatever it was um i was like oh he's he's dead he's he's gonna fall to his death and that's gonna be the ending for the character um but i'm i'm really glad they they didn't do that um because as soon as he because he whacks on the thing and then obviously it knocks out all of the uh all of the cable signals what i mean by the clumsy comedy part is how he's missed that pointy part and it's like literally right next to him like what's the chance what's the chances of him falling off and not hitting that but landing on the thing that's on the same platform because he didn't land on the lower part of that did he where you've got the little poles going upwards or even the, the the part that's lower than that um he landed right next to the thing and it was sort of it was sort of played i'm not i'm not saying it's funny because obviously you know he's basically tried to say he's done and he's falling off so i'm not saying i'm not definitely not saying that the suicide part of it is funny but uh it's it's more of the clumsy part of it where like it's sort of played towards it's played towards the way that jim is playing this character and to the way he does some of this more clumsy silly sort of comedy stuff uh, and again there's a really really fine line with that and 
I don't know. I don't know how some people maybe read that sort of scene, but the the way he landed—that's the way I'm sort of reading into that scene as well. So I thought that was—I thought that was that was played pretty well. But I'm glad he survived. Obviously, he's—he uh, he even makes some sort of—I don't know if it was supposed to be a joke, maybe, but like um, about his back being broken and he's—he's doing this sort of improv, uh, you know, shock him CPR kind of thing, whatever he's sort of saying at the end. Um, I thought that was an interesting way to sort of play it because he doesn't seem affected by like he's missed this little pointy part of the the disc or whatever. Uh, it's more like him. Yeah, just sort of trying to recover from the scene, I suppose. So, uh, that was interesting as well. Um, what else do you have? Uh, yeah, like I said, you know, you've got some, some friendship stuff going on. Um, I thought that his, uh, Ernie's and, uh, Stephen's friendship was really, really interesting throughout this film. I thought that was played pretty well. And like I said, the two actors there bounced off each other really well. Um, I liked, um... Ernie talking to Stephen about, uh, you know, how to get Robin and all that and saying about, didn't he say something about HBO, there's some sort of film on HBO or something and, you know, if you get her over there, it's it's on at this time, I've given you the cable obviously and uh, you can invite her over and that's going to sort of win her over kind of thing. Uh, Stephen gets the girl in the end of course which is great and um, yeah I thought that worked out pretty well um, but I like how the relationship between Stephen and Ernie evolves throughout the film, you know, but you, you get it as simple as like, Hey, you can call me. We can hang out. I've installed the cable, and we could we could be friends and all that. To like, hey, I got you a surround system and a karaoke thing, and then to like, hey, I got you this prostitute, and that's when Stephen starts to sort of freak out and stuff like that. Cause obviously that's a pretty big deal. But after it's like, hey, next morning, and I've made you eggs and bacon, and we're still friends and all that sort of thing. I thought that was uh, that was done pretty well as well. So. Overall, I'm coming away pretty happy from this film. It's not Jim Carrey's best. It's not my favourite of his films. It's at the bottom of the favourites list, I suppose. But, um, yeah, I I don't really... I'm curious to know what people didn't really like about this film as well. Um, let's see if there's anything to do with um, reception uh, in here. Um, the Cable Guys, Dark Flashes of Tough... Um, a thought-provoking, subversive wit are often but not always enough to counter its frustrating, uneven storytelling approach. I can agree with that a little bit. That was one thing I didn't sort of mention. I thought the pacing was a little bit off and it could have maybe done with about 10 minutes left. 10 minutes fewer, rather. I thought that uh, it could have been it could have been done that way. Um, what else do you have here? Um... Main problem with the film that he found was Carrie's performance uh, so bizarre and creepy that it undermined the entire story. I don't really agree with that. Uh, and also that the movie was more of a dark comedy than was necessary for it to work. I don't agree with those two things. I think that um, Jim's really, really good at doing that. That sort of darker, creepy... Because, yeah, he's a, he's a creepy, I guess you could say, mentally ill person. But that doesn't mean... I don't know. Like I, I, I don't really agree with that. So, um, who was it that said that? Um, the film on Jay Hoberman's top ten best of the year. Um, Roger Herbert included the Cable Guy in his in his worst of the year list for 1996. I don't know what else came out in 1996, so I can't really reference that. Though the Gene. Siskel disagreed, calling it a very good film. Carrie's best since The Mask. Um, so yeah, some some mixed stuff in there. So I suppose it is what it is. But I don't agree with the other thing about um, 
Curry's performance was was too bizarre. Um, because uh, yeah, I I I mean that that's sort of what he, that's sort of the characters that he plays. Some of them are a bit more normal, I suppose, or a bit more sort of sane, or a bit more sort of simple than certain other characters. But that's that's it. Just really suits what Kerry, what Kerry, Jim Kerry, sort sorry, um, goes to sort of do. I think um, is these more more out there, more sort of silly, maybe slapstick, sort of darker characters. Um, and I think he he does it. I think he's maybe the best person at, at maybe doing it. I can't think of too many other actors that uh, portray that quite so well. So um, that's just my uh, opinion. But that's pretty much my thoughts on the Cable Guy. Enjoyed it. I'm I'm nicely nicely surprised by uh, how much I enjoyed this film. But uh, what did you think of the Cable Guy? Did you see it in 1996? Uh, just for um, in terms of my personal reference, I'd never seen anything of this film. I didn't even know it existed until. A lot, lot later than what it came out. Probably somewhere in the 2000s or 2010s, roughly. I'd sort of heard of it. So, because um, I'd heard like, oh, Jim Carrey did this like Cable Guy film, and it wasn't very good. That's that's sort of what I kept hearing for for quite a while. But um, I liked it. So there we go. But what did you think of the Cable Guy? Did you see it in 96? Did you see it later? Do you think it holds up now? I do think it holds up now. I think it's a it's a good film. Um, what do you think of in terms of the judgments on Kerry's performance I think he does those uh, sorry Jim's performance I think he does those sort of roles really well let me know Matthew at entertainment talk.org Twitter eTalk UK there's a contact page and information in your show notes that is it for episode 7 three more to go I know what they're going to be yes Ace Ventura is going to be one of them I can't remember which one I did have an order in my head but I'll have to think about what that was but never mind you can come back next week on Wednesday to find out what my next choice is going to be for the last three episodes of the season four Jim Carrey season um but uh, yeah you can find everything else that we've got on entertainmenttalk.org tv video games and film coverage as well uh, if you want to support the podcast and support Entertainment Talk, we're on Patreon. Please check out the $1 and $3 level tiers for review options and ad-free podcast options. Amazon affiliate link. If you're buying stuff on Amazon, we can get a small cut, but it won't cost you extra. iTunes feeds. Please rate, review, subscribe to those. Make sure you get subscribed so that you get sent new episodes. Um, word of mouth and social media. Of course, you can tell people that you know about the website and the iTunes feeds, either through word of mouth or Facebook and Twitter. And if you can, put them in different Facebook groups. Uh, streaming and video games. Bex should still be streaming on Twitch. Uh, Tristabytes, B-Y-T-E-S. Uh, you can go and check that out daily. Uh, go and subscribe and follow to her to check out all those Twitch streams. You can also find me and David on Twitch. You can also find me and Robert on Mixer as well. Uh, I do the FIFA streams on Mixer as well. Uh, and look out for Let's Play Sundays. Thank you all very much for listening. I'll see you next week for episode 8. Three more to go. And um, we'll go from there. Thank you all very much for listening. And I'll see you next time. Goodbye.